0: You're listening to the Ableton and Music Habits Podcast, episode 10. Welcome to the Ableton and Music Habits Podcast. Actionable music production tips to take your music to the next level. And now, your host, Jason Timothy. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode. So in this particular episode, we're going to get into a very common concern that many producers have that really shouldn't be a concern. And I hear it all the time. People say, Jason, my struggle is I need to learn how to master my tracks. And I say, no, that's not really your job. Your job is to learn how to mix. So let's get into why that is. Enjoy. Enjoy. I hear from a lot of people that their issue, they think their issue with finishing quality songs is loudness and understanding mastering. And neither of those should really be your concern at all. Mastering is something that is best left after you have a great mix, all right? So you shouldn't be trying to master your track as you're mixing. And I know what a lot of you guys probably do is you use a reference track and you try to match the volume and you think, well, if I could just get the volume there, then I'm going to have the quality song. And that couldn't be further from the truth, because what's happening is you're pushing your songs uh, and all your parts to their extreme. And when you push everything to ex- extreme, it's going to sound very unnatural and it's going to make your mixes sound a lot worse. Going for loudness will make you think that your mixdown also sounds different when it's exported outside of your DAW. And that's just because you're fighting so hard to get this volume and then you export it and you play it in maybe iTunes or something else and it doesn't have the same volume that you expected or something. So you think that the mixdown is different. And that's that's not true either. It's just a matter of uh, different audio playback Uh, software is gonna play at different levels, that's all. So what you should be doing is working really hard to get a great sounding mix. So if you're bringing in like a reference track, which I recommend that you do, what you should be doing is lowering the volume of the reference track by like 10 or 15 dB. That way volume is not even part of the equation. All you're trying to do is, is get a sonic sound groove and figuring out the elements that are necessary, not fighting to push everything as loud as they will go before they distort. Uh, what you really want to do is leave a lot of headroom. So never ever put a mastering chain on your master track because what's gonna happen is it's gonna make your mix sound unnatural and it's gonna make for lazy mixing because it's automatically gonna compress all your sounds so you don't really have to like actually fine tune your mix. And That's gonna make for a worse sounding mix uh, when it comes to playing in a club or what have you. So what you really wanna do is you don't want your mix really to, to peak any louder than minus uh, three dB. There should be, on standard, about a six dB headspace. So you want your average volume to be about minus six dB from the top level. And then from there, just make sure it doesn't cross the minus three dB threshold. And you shouldn't be using a limiter to do that. You actually want to use your mixing. And if your mix is a little wonky, you could obviously put a compressor or something on a specific track, but don't put it on your master track because that's gonna um, really affect how your your mix sounds. So mastering is best left to a professional. You shouldn't be trying to master your own tracks anyway. Most likely you don't have the room, the, the type of studio necessary to give that perfect, clean sound that you need in order to make these kind of judgments. Now obviously you could do a little bit of mastering in your headphones and things like that, but that's still not gonna be very accurate what I recommend is if you're just looking to play a song in a club just to test it out then what you could do is just drag a utility and then follow that by a limiter um, and just turn the utility up like 5db don't add any eq don't add any compression don't add any of that just turn the volume up and use a limiter to keep things from peaking but when you're sending something off to be mastered you don't want anything on your master track all right so That's really uh, one of the things that I wanted to discuss with you guys because I'm hearing from so many people that you think you need to learn mastering and you think you need to learn loudness instead of just focusing on making great mixes. And if you make a great mix, the mastering and all that will take care of itself. The value of the mastering or, or the the mastering person's ability to make your song as good as possible is really dependent on how good your mix is. So, and usually if you send it off to a mastering engineer, they will tell you if there's an issue that needs to be corrected in the mix before they do the mastering, at least, anyone worth their money is going to tell you when your mix is not quite up to par. So these are some things that that I really just wanted to put out first and foremost because these are two things that you should not be worried about when it comes to making and finishing your tracks. You don't need loud mixes in order to have a great loud sounding song at the final part uh, after you get it mastered. So that's really all that I had to say on this subject, but I hear it so often that I just think it needed to be said that mastering is not really your job. Loudness is not your job. Do not battle for either one of those. Do not try to get your song as loud as something that you're hearing on your reference track, or you're gonna end up really making crappy sounding mixes is, is, is basically what it is. So avoid that and you will have a much better experience. Uh, with your mixes and your master and engineer will be much happier to deal with you. So with that said, have a fantastic one. I'll talk to you guys soon. Hey guys, thanks again for listening to the podcast. Make sure to subscribe and share this with your friends, any producers that you know out there that could use this sort of information. Obviously that helps me greatly and helps me build this channel. Also, don't forget that you can read my best selling book, The Mental Game of Electronic Music Production for free by going to musicsoftwaretraining.com forward slash The Mental Game. You'll also get my song recovery kit and my 101 Ableton Tips video totally free. If you'd like to connect with me more directly to see how I might be able to help you personally, you can schedule a free 15-minute session with me by going to musicsoftwaretraining.com forward slash application and answering a few quick questions. Happy music making, and I'll speak to you real soon.